Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi, and welcome to the Friday Live thing with me, Mark Thompson, and Tim Goodwin, sat in the corner there. Right, in this episode, we are going to cover 50 internet marketing tips. So, I, was, I would say we've written 50 marketing tips. Tim's written 45 <laughs> tips. I did five. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I actually want to start, and we've got a couple of, let's start with a couple of questions, shall we? Oh, by the way, this is the 50th episode. This is why we're doing 50 tips. Um, let's, we've got a couple of questions from people. Right. The first one is, this is from Brian. How, how do you get things stuff done? How are you, how are you productive? For, for me, it's a case of what I do is I give myself three things to do in a day and that's it. Okay. If I get do five or I do 10, not a problem, but I give myself three things to do. And I use Mr. Moleskin, a good quality notebook. In fact, this is a brand new one. You can see that just opened it up just before the show and wrote some notes for the show in it. Um, and I tend to get a new one for every project. So if, I've, if I'm doing uh, a new project or a new site, I'll get a new notebook. Um, it's a small price to pay for how productive it helps me be and keeps me on track. What about you, Tim? Oh, by um, the way, hello, Tim. Hi. <laughs> Morning. Um, I've actually just been, over the last couple of weeks, I've been reading a book um, uh, called OKR. Oh, OKRs. You may have heard of OKRs. It's basically, it's the, uh, I hate using the phrase goal setting, but it is a goal setting process um, that's been used by Google, Microsoft, um, uh, like Bill Gates and Melinda Gates from the um, Bill Gates Foundation. Um, and it's been used by, uh, I think, um, a lot of tech companies um, over the last sort of 20, 30 years and the process has evolved. OKR is objectives and key results. Um, so we're actually testing that at the moment to basically focus us a little bit more as a company and basically go, okay, this is the objective for the overall objective for the company. Here's the key results that are related to that. And then you can split off each of those key results into, okay, the marketing does this, has this objective and that's their key results that they need to do and so forth. So it kind of filters down. And what it does is it just keeps you focused on basically moving forward to, towards the right goal, the right outcome that you're looking to achieve rather than um, rather than just kind of winging it and waking up in the morning and go, oh, what am I going to do today? So that's my tip. I've been saying there's a book called OKRs um, uh, or OKR, I think it is. And it's uh, you'll find it on Amazon. It's uh, actually a really good read. Sure. I mean, setting objectives, objectives should be one of our tips. I don't, don't know if it is. We'll find out later. Um, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> in this show, we've got 51 tips. <laughs> 51 tips. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, set, set objectives. Know what your objective is before you start. I mean, that, that's the key yeah. being productive. Know what you're trying to achieve. Second question we got was, um, how to get a new Facebook account when you lose yours? So, tip one, don't lose your account. <laughs> Well, right. actually, that is one of the 50 that we've got written down yeah. is basically um, don't don't lose the first account. And the, you don't lose the first account by basically understanding the rules of the yeah. game and the platform that you are on. So, like, you know, understand the privacy, sorry, the um, uh, terms of service and the usage policy for each of the platforms you're on. So Facebook, make sure you read that thing for every word every letter of it understand it get it clear in your head and and don't even go close to the edge don't push the boundaries at all um you know stay well within the lines and uh, you won't lose that first one well yeah, yeah that doesn't really help does it <laughs> Not really. The, I, mean, I, I lost my account um i mean all i did i went in to start the new one different email address that was it and it was fine I still, to this day, although I got the old one back, so I've got two, actually got two accounts now. Uh, I've got no idea why I lost it. I could never find a reason. I was never given a reason. And I just constantly, I mean, every, it was every six weeks, I had it in my diary to send them an email. And I just sent them an email. I think they probably got fed up with me, emailing them every six weeks. And suddenly one day it came back. Um, what I would do 
um, is I would get a friend, a wife, a partner, a cousin, an uncle, somebody to open an account for you. That's pretty easy way of doing it. And then just use their account, um, put a, put your cards in there and stuff and use that. So, as a, so as a tip to kind of like, um, uh, when you do go forward and fix this, if you have had an account ban, uh, an ad account ban, is when you go to recreate or create a new ad account, you're gonna have a one, you're gonna have a, a business manager, okay? So you have one business manager, but set up two accounts, okay, on the, under the same business manager. And you are going to essentially use one pixel across the two ad accounts. Make sure that on one ad account, say you've got the pixel firing for that one ad account, that first ad account, and you run one ad campaign. Make it a real simple ad campaign. Don't do anything clever with it. Just have it as like a, you know, uh, maybe a, a small traffic account or something like that, you know, a traffic campaign, but just leave it ticking over, okay? So put $5 a day into it, whatever you want, um, and just leave it ticking over. The second ad account with the same pixel as the first one is where you're going to do all your work. Okay, so that's where you're going to put all your audiences and um, start creating lots of campaigns and testing and having a good structure behind the ad campaigns that you create, obviously staying within the lines. If that big ad account, if the, the main ad account where you're doing most of your advertising does get banned, you have an old, you have the, the first ad account still active with all of the pixel data still working and then you go you that's your fallback okay it's when you start doing stupid shit and kind of um uh you know doing really really bad stuff that's where you lose your business manager and then you really are truly effed um so yeah. but yeah that's good practice yeah. to have two ad accounts um and that's yeah, just actually, actually that's a really really good tip i mean i've, I've got I think, I can't remember, I've actually set up lots of accounts with my business manager, uh, just in case I get a problem. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I'm really organized, Tim. Watch this, watch this. Everybody, watch this, if I can find it. Hang on, here we go. Da, da, da. Yay. We run a free, uh, can't really call it a forum, a free group. And if you want to join it, just go to joinsmo.com forward slash free. Of course, if you want to buy SMO, just knock off the free. How organized are we now? We've got a memorable URL, Robin members of seriousmarketingonly.com. <laughs> so just go to join smo.free, smo.com forward slash free. That's another tip there. Have a memorable domain name that you can forward to whatever you want to sell. Yeah, right. Something that people can spell. Yeah. Right, now, one of the, one of the tips that I came up with, and this is, a, um, I think quite quite important is don't get in your own head. Now, I don't even know what that means. However, what I'm trying to get across with that is we're internet marketers. We see a very, very small fishbowl of internet marketers and we think, oh no, that won't work. I can't do that. Um, and it's not this huge, big area that we never really consider. So this week I saw um, a product for sale and this product, right, if I pitch this product to everyone listening to this, um, you'd all go, well, yeah, that's, that's not worth anything. And the product was basically set up a $27 product, then have an up upsell it on the back end. Okay, this is what we've been doing in the IM niche for years, right? Uh, and it, you know, it's tripwire, upsell, that's it. Yeah. If I pitch that to most people, they go, well, we all know that. This product was selling for $1,497 and it's selling well because this woman, this woman is pitching this to um, coaches, right, female coaches, right? Heart-centered marketers. Um, and that, that's, she's pitching what we do every day for $1,500 and people are buying it. Now we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't, I can't sell that for $47. Because we think that in our niche, everybody knows everything. This is a huge, big ocean of prospects. Right? Think outside where you are. So everybody who's done the 5K method will know in there 
I mean, one of the main points I say is, look, sell internet marketing products because you've got massive markup, you've got lots of potential, but don't select internet marketers. Your local butcher down the high street needs a funnel, right? He could do, you could sell click funnels to your local butcher and you could actually do a service by actually maintaining it because he could do a weekly offer. He could build leads. He doesn't know it. My biggest affiliate mission was $1,127, which I sold to a property broker. I sold an active campaign to a property broker, right? Because he was using MailChimp. I went, what are you doing? With active campaign, you can do this, 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 and this, and this. Well, really, can I? Yeah. So he signed up for a, a, an annual account and paid three, $3,000 for a, an annual account for his list of, I don't know, 100,000, whatever he had, business owners. Just, just do internet marketing, but broaden your base and you can sell anything at a massive price. $1,497 for teaching people how to build a tripwire. It works. It works, definitely. Cool. So, so that's, that was one of my, that's one of my tips. Shall, shall I start bashing through some of these nice and quick? Because yeah. we'll yeah. be here all freaking day otherwise. <laughs> um, we can't promise that we'll get through all 50, but we'll see how far we get before I run out of voice or you're like, you know, people just get bored of us. Um, another good point for me. Uh, sell hope into the pain, but make it work to not go to hell, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I think I understand that. Anyway, right. That's what we always say about Ian. I think I understand. <laughs> right. Let's... Ian on a plane that's so far above us. <laughs> right. So, um, tip number one, blogging still works. It does. It does. So, like, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's kind of like the core element of internet marketing, I would say. People kind of get sort of... Um, uh, dragged into all this social media stuff, like so doing things with uh, Facebook groups and Facebook pages and all that kind of stuff. But you've still got to have your base, your own base where you control the narrative, you can control what happens. So blogging still works. But one of the key, key points for this is keep your blog focused um, yeah. and uh, focus in on a very specific um, uh question or very specific um, idea or concept. So Mark's got great examples of this where he has, say, for example, um, a blog all about um, convert kit secrets. I think it's, it's a convert box secrets or convert kit. Convert, convert box secrets. So it's like um, it's, it's focused on one, one particular application and it works because it's a very, very simple. There's only a handful of, um, of uh, articles on there. And uh, he's, he's spending his time keeping it simple and just driving traffic to it. Using all of the other platforms, things like, like your Facebooks and your Twitters and Instagrams and all that kind of stuff to drive traffic to it, but also utilizing the ability for Google to rank that particular blog. So blogging still works. Well, and another little tip, this is another tip we've got further down, but it's related, so we'll do it now. Um, well, the other tip is repurpose everything. Now, on my, one of my blogs, The Lifestyle Marketer, I published a post this week. It's only 200 words long, right? But it came from a transcript of a one minute, 12 second video that I cut out of last week's live show. So I got the video, sent it to Temi, which is owned by Rev. It, trans, it transcribed it. I got that transcription. I rewrote it slightly to it so it made sense in written form. Put it on my blog along with the, the video. I, that gave me that just that one bit of content give me 27 other pieces of content that i can send out over the next year to different platforms i think this whole repurposing is something we're going to kind of really hammer home over the next few weeks because it's it is such a big part of what we do you know you we've got so much content and we create so much content it's you don't need to reinvent the wheel you might just need to change the way the wheel looks but just you know just try and get as many of the, uh, you know, repurpose that content as much as possible in as many different formats as possible to maximize the exposure of that one. I've written or I've recorded well over 500 videos, probably close to a thousand videos I've recorded in my online marketing career. I haven't repurposed any of it. So, for, oh, good advert for Lean Greens there, mate. <laughs> 
Um, I haven't repurposed any, any of it. I've got all that content that I can repurpose. I never have to, I mean, potentially I never have to do anything new ever again. I can just go back and repurpose all the old stuff, just little tiny, like one or two minutes segments. And then I, I, I estimate that I can actually send it out to about over 40 or get 40 pieces of repurposed content, content from every two minute video. I mean, Easy. yeah, so. Easy. That's, so next tip, um, I've got written down here, a fast site is better than a pretty site, okay? So um, from it, this is a very sort of nerdy technical kind of point and tip, but um, certainly in today's world of everything being mobile, Google, Google loves like fast sites. They say it in, their, in all their documentation that user experience uh, reigns king and it has to be mobile first. So a fast site is better than a pretty site. So I use a particular theme at the moment um, for Word, my WordPress blogs. Um, and it's called Acabado, A-C-A-B-A-D-O. And it's from the guys at Income School. You might have watched some of their YouTube videos. They do some great videos about SEO and stuff like that and how to build blogs. But they, um, this particular theme that they've had created, it is the only WordPress theme I've ever seen that gives a score on Google PageSpeed or PageSpeed Insights of over 95. I have a I have one of my blogs that is running at a page speed score from Google of 100. I have never, ever seen that before. So um, it's an amazing, amazingly simple, but actually quite good looking uh, theme. And on a mobile, it looks amazing, which is all you really ma all that matters. You don't need to have all this fancy stuff everywhere. So, um, you know, you know, fast site, is definitely better than a pretty site. Google will rank you way, way better if you have something that's faster than everybody else. Yeah. Another, good, another uh, good one is another tip is have we've got up to 52 now. Have systems and processes that work. While you were talking there, so you saw me see me on my phone. I was answering a support call. <laughs> right. Comes in, come, actually came into my watch, opened my phone up, answered it. Have systems and process that makes life easy man you so you don't have to go and log in to a desktop or something um it, it makes life so much easier I've, I've, yesterday i'm off, off track again I, I was on a one-hour bus journey right which actually in in spain cost me one euro 18 cents right hey. so it had free wi-fi it had 15 megabytes up and down free wi-fi on a bus I don't need an office. I can just go and sit on a bus all day long. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, sat, I actually sat on the bus working yesterday. It so, the, so the bus didn't call me 20 minutes, but I got on the wrong bus that went around <laughs> all around all the houses. So that's why it was an hour long. <laughs> so, so, so to add to that tip, and maybe it's tip number 53, I'm not quite sure. We're never going to get through these, um, is uh, Freshdesk. Um, make sure you use something like Freshdesk or... Mm -hmm. Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm actually going to leave it at that. Just use Freshdesk. It's it's so, so simple. Um, if for Lean Greens, we actually do not pay a single penny for using Freshdesk. We have no purpose and no reason to use any of the extra stuff that costs money. So for our main e-commerce business, we don't pay anything for our help desk system. Yeah. Okay, um, moving on. To, moving interesting on. To, go on. I, I, I was... I was <laughs> Don't worry, Dave was really pissed off when I told him yesterday about my 50, I actually sent a, a screenshot of my 15 megabyte up and down right on the bus. Uh -huh. <laughs> He's on two. Um, what was I, I going to say? Hang on. What was, what was, oh yeah, Freshdesk. I was researching a company uh, this week because I, I might actually want to set up, set up something very similar. And they run, their whole business is run on Freshdesk. It is the core center part of their business. That's all they use which is good to know. So I mean, every, every bit of work that comes in comes through Freshdesk. Every bit of work that goes out goes out through Freshdesk. It's a complete sort of management system that they use. So, yeah. So, next tip. Number uh, three. Number th <laughs> Sorry, we've already we filled in some of the others. Okay, number three, if we're not doing, I'm not, I'm not gonna do the numbers on these because it would de depress everybody watching. Um, 
Uh, next tip, site hosting is the next most more important thing. Um, so um, make sure you get a decent site hosting for your blogs. Now, I personally like a simple life, so I use A2 hosting. Um, uh, yeah, like there'll be, there, there'll be a link below this video somewhere for it if you've uh, if you want to use our affiliate link for the first I know we'll actually put in the notes we've got we actually got notes for this show he's actually put his affiliate link in the notes <laughs> but yeah I I, um, I, I I like a2 hosting if you want a simple life and cloudways if you're a little bit techie if you're not exactly techie don't yeah. go near, don't go near cloudways um, if you're not techie go to a2 hosting so next tip Thanks yeah, this so. one because it's, it's close <laughs> to my heart it, well, go on and you go for it. Email is not dead. Yeah. Email should be should be one of the um, core parts of your business. And Tim's written opt-ins, customer lists are still your biggest asset. Do not neglect them. Exactly. And covering something else we've covered in the past, you know, your customers list isn't just your email list. Your customer list is your pixel list. Your customer list is everybody who you've tracked to your site because you are using tracking on your site, aren't you? Um, that's, I mean, yeah. Have an email list and nurture that list. You know, look after them, give them all of the great information that they, the reason why they signed up to your emails in the first place or why they bought your product. So really nurture that list because when shit hits fan, that's basically your way of getting out of the shit um, yeah. is to send an email. That's the moment, you know, if you can sit and write an email and you've got that asset, if everything on, else dies, on on, yeah, literally, that it, you know, honestly, you could take everything else away from my business, really, honestly, everything, like my Shopify store, like my Amazon store, Facebook, the whole lot, but do not take my email list, um, which then brings me on to Pack another. Pack your list uh, up regularly. Well, yeah, it's, it's further down my list, but yeah. backups. Okay, back up your most important assets twice. Okay, and what I mean by twice is in two different locations. So don't, you know, just a backup to say your hard drive on your computer. Back up to your hard drive on your computer, but also onto um, uh, Amazon AWS, uh, Amazon S3. Um, put it onto Google Drive. Obviously, make sure it's secure that it's protected and all that kind of thing, because obviously we've got to look after GDPR and all those kind of regulations, but make sure you back up your most important assets. For me, I back up my email list literally every week now, and I've got it backed up in multiple locations. That there is all I need. That has got my email list on it. Or to back up your email list, it's easy to do. Go into Active Campaign or wherever you use and export your list. That's it. Just That's export exactly. your subscribers. Put them on there, and then you've got them. Yeah. Um, when you all pre know this, when, when my house burnt down um, with the wildfires, 2012 it was that, that long ago, September the first, 2012. Um, next morning, the first thing I did was still covered in soot, sent an email, and uh, sold a bunch of products at nine dollars eleven cents nine one one. And um, that got us back on our feet within a day. So, vitally important. Yeah. So right. the next the, the next tip is actually another one for you, Mark. Um, Active Campaign. Uh, so these are the tools that we recommend for your email marketing efforts. And and honestly, we've tried pretty much every every single email platform there is available to you at, um, at this point. Um, honestly, we've done. All of them. I've been on Infusionsoft. I've been on like um, uh, like Aweber. I've I've tried literally. I've tried the full spectrum of email software over the years, um, and it comes down to just two different ones that we recommend. Mark's a big big advocate of Active Campaign. If you're in the internet marketing world, if you're in e-commerce, use Clavio. Um, I'm I am actually an affiliate for Clavio. Mark's an affiliate for Active Campaign, but the only reason why we are is because we use it every single day. Another tip, number 69. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you use a, a software, promote it. Yeah. Promote what you use because it pays for it. 
Um, yeah. Quite often, if I'm buying a, if I've got between two products, I'll actually look for which one's the best affiliate product for selling. Well, if they're, if they're similar and I can't choose between them, I'll go with, okay, well, that one pays $20 a month, that one pays $19 a month. I'll go with the $20 a month one. Uh, Ian's actually said also back up your contact list with details from LinkedIn. Good idea, actually. Yeah, absolutely. So the next thing, actually, and this is actually ties into just what we've talked about with yeah. promote what you use. Um, affiliate marketing is the easiest way to create consistent revenue. So find recurring products to promote. So your email service provider is the most obvious one. Um, you know, and if you are doing, if you're running your business in the right way, you should ultimately be kind of, um, uh, it, it's very much like what I do and what Mark does by doing these live things every single day, uh, every single week, is that we are talking about how we, um, uh, how we run our businesses, yeah. how we grow our own businesses. This is, this is our way of, of documenting what we do uh, and what we're doing to grow our businesses. Um, so affiliate, uh, we use this as a way to get affiliate marketing, uh, sorry, affiliate, um, uh, promote affiliate products to help us along the way. It gives us a recurring income that just sits in the background. So if everything does go to pot, we've still got that little bit of extra money coming in. And in Mark's case, it pays his like, you know, uh, monthly expenses in entirety um, and more through just his affiliate uh, promotions that he does. So the way to learn about that is, as Mark says, sorry, other side is 5k, um, method. 5K method down there. Go check out 5kmethod.com and you'll find out all about how to do this whole affiliate marketing thing. So exactly. next, next tip. Um, this one's a bit of a... Dave says, get beaverbuilder.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can put other people's affiliate links in, in this show. <laughs> so um, the next one's a bit of left field, and uh, I've spoken about it within the VSMO group and other groups as well over the years. Um, get an American Express card for all your business expenses. And this is something that's, I say, is a little bit weird. It's a little bit left field, but it makes actually a, a startling difference. Um, say, for example, so we use our Amex, uh, an Amex account in for Lean Greens uh, for basically for everything that we humanly possibly can. So all of the cost of things like um, Shopify costs and um, all of the other applications that we use for running our business, as well as all of the ad spend, um, most importantly, goes on our American Express card. What this does is it obviously gives us the points that we get from American Express, which then pays for flights and all that kind of stuff if we want to. But more importantly, what it does is it offsets the, um, the cost of those ads for anywhere between sort of like four weeks and eight weeks, something around about it. It's 56 days. I think it's the maximum that it offsets it by. But what it does is it just allows you more time to liquidate the ad spend that you've actually got that you've actually made into actual customers so it's, it's good good business practice as as far as like cash flow is concerned so get an american express card for your business expenses um the next one the next tip um, read the book profit first read the book profit first this is another financial thing yeah read the book profit first um and then take action on it profit first is um we've uh, been using profit first protocols and systems for around about the last two and a half years in lean greens and it has dramatically turned around what we do and we've we've even gone further with profit first and the profit first men, uh, methodologies um, very simply what it means what it is is you are always pulling a certain amount of cash out um, into a separate bank account which is your profit account. We pull out around about 5% of gross revenue um, every single week uh, into a separate bank account, which is our profit account, okay? But we've also got bank accounts, separate bank accounts for our tax bills. So we have a completely separate account that we put aside a certain percentage of all gross revenue goes into that. We have a percentage which goes into salaries. We have a percentage which goes into a product account so that we've always got money set aside to pay for product. Um, so, so on and so forth. So that's how it essentially works. But go get the book. It's well worth reading. Profit first. You can't miss it. For, search for it on Amazon. 
And I bet Tim's got a bike fund as well, a bank account for bike, buying bikes. <laughs> that's that's a secret one you've got, isn't it? <laughs> Oops. Oops. Okay. So the next next tip. Uh, create. create go on. on. Uh, create products. Doing? Create products that are inherently recurring. Okay. So. You can create, and we fall into this trap within the internet marketing space where we create um, a new amazing product and we sell it for like 27 or 47 or 97 or 197 or whatever dollars, um, something with a seven on the end, which is a bit cheesy, or $1,997, uh, which is even more cheesy. Um, but you make that, that one, <laughs> you make just make you feel better. You, you make that one sale and then that's it, you're done you don't get any more income from it. Now, there's nothing wrong with make it, having products that you sell once, but always try to make sure that there is a recurring element on the back end of it. So obviously with what we do with Lean Greens is we have our, our main product, which is Lean Greens, obviously, um, that we sell a single tub of to somebody, but then we're trying to get somebody onto our subscription program so that they are getting a new tub of it every four, five or six weeks. And those, customers, the subscription customers to us are worth around about eight times more than somebody who doesn't become a subscription customer. The lifetime value of our subscribers is insane. So, you know, strongly recommend this. this is why we obviously have, you know, a free group for SMO, but if we also have SMO Pro or whatever Mark's called it this week, um, which is, I mean, <laughs> Get the give the URL. Come on, join slo.com. Um, and basically, that, that, yeah. but it's it's a recurring billing. Um, it's a recurring billing um, product. It's essentially joining our group, our tight knit community of people who want to grow their businesses online, who are serious about marketing online. Seriousmarketersonly.com. Um, so yeah, create products that are inherently recurring. It's definitely it will save your ass on many many occasions. Next, learn how to implement and read Google Analytics. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Google Analytics is free. Why wouldn't you use it? It's a, it gives you data. You can see where people are coming from. You can see where people go to. You can see which pages aren't getting any love and go back and change them. Um, it, it, it will track your conversions. Use Google Analytics and actually learn it, how to do, use it. It's not difficult. It looks difficult. People make it look more difficult than it actually is. For us, it, it's changed an awful lot what we do on a day-to-day -day basis um, in terms of which um, which pages you update. So we look at things like we go, okay, what's our top ten landing pages or what top ten visited pages? Okay, um, do we get an awful lot of people bouncing from the, those pages? Can we make an improvement to those pages? Can we put in a, uh, a, a you know a, a pop-up type box? I hate using the phrase pop-up, but it's that's what it is. Um, to try and capture a lead to stop them from from leaving our site on that particular you know on that particular page, um, we look at to see whether it's a slow loading page. You know how fast does that page load? Can we improve that? Can we improve the the call to action on it? All those kind of things, and we get all that information from Google Analytics. So really, look, really sort of get your head into it go into it on a day-to-day -day basis, figure out what all the metrics and all the reports mean. It will, it will change the way that you approach what is most important for your business and for your website. If you've got an opt-in form, right, and you've got the same opt-in form on every page, look at the, the page that has the most traffic and change the opt-in form. Have something related to that page. Um, as one of the most basic things you can do, it, it will grow your list. Simple, and that's free traffic, generally speaking. So right. the next go on then, you can do this one. Okay, so for every ad platform that you start with, uh, start with the lowest hanging, hanging fruit. Now, what, what do I mean by that? People say to like ask questions like, oh, I wanna get into Google ads, or I wanna start doing YouTube, or I wanna start doing like LinkedIn ads or whatever, where do I start? And the, my, my answer is the lowest hanging fruit, which is retargeting, retargeting campaigns. So people are already coming to your website, make sure you've got their tracking pixels or whatever on there, your, you know, whatever methods that that particular platform uses to build up an audience 
for you to actually target and then retarget that particular audience. That is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck on every single platform. And to be honest with you, um, in it's a way it's changing with uh, um, some of the platforms that we use. Say, for example, Facebook, which at, at times is so ridiculously frustrating for cold audiences. And we'll talk about cold audiences in, in a moment. But it's um, one of the biggest challenges is like once, it, say, for example, the cold audience campaigns that you're running stop working, you want to have something to fall back onto. And we always have, say, for example, on Google AdWords or Google Ads or whatever they call it this week, basically our staple um, campaigns are our retargeting campaigns. Facebook is same. We have our retargeting campaigns and they are evergreen. They just keep on going. They keep on working, you know, 24-7. They are drip, drip, drip new customers every single day. And that's why you set up those retargeting campaigns first before you start doing any fancy stuff with, you know, trying to get new traffic. And that actually leads nicely in to another one of our tips, which is down the bottom, Tim. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Use the right Facebook ad objective. OK, there are 11 objectives in Facebook ads, not just reach leads or traffic. There are 11 different ones. Choose the right one for your ad. It will work way better. Um, if you actually know what you're trying to do, if you try, if you're trying to get conversions, don't do reach ads, do conversion ads. If you're trying to get traffic, don't do engagement ads, do traffic ads. So use the right objective. I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's way more important than people understand, certainly in 2019 and going into 2020, the machine learning aspects of Facebook and Google are getting stronger and stronger every day. Um, and you have to utilize the the massive data machine that they have running. Um, and, you know, historically, we used to do things like um, page post engagement campaigns and all this kind of stuff to get like, you know, to kind of sneak around what Facebook is normally asking us to do. Um, but actually, they, they've stopped working in a lot of cases because, you know, the conversion campaigns do work better. It's just understanding that platform and understanding what you're trying to do and actually telling Facebook what you're actually trying to do. This is very much in line with what we were saying earlier about understanding the policies of a particular ad platform and staying within the trend lines at all times. Don't try and veer off and try and do some fancy stuff because honestly, these companies, these, these ad platforms are way cleverer than you, know, you sat in your basement trying to f figure out some trick or hack that is going to you know get you an extra couple of sales it it's, it's always short-lived always short-term so yeah well what i would say is now the way to explain this really simply is let's say that me and tim are on facebook right tim likes posts and and comments on posts right i click links i don't generally like or comment posts right if you run an ad uh, and you want uh, somebody to click through your website but you do page post engagement could you be you're thinking it's yeah that's what I, that's one it's way of doing it. Or whatever, yeah. yeah what's going to happen is it's not going to show me the ad the person who clicks is it's facebook will save ads for me that i'm that are set up for clicks because it knows i'm more likely to click what it will do it will show the ad to tim who's unlikely to click and that, that's how to explain it really simply yeah the only a certain number of ads that facebook can show the person during the day so it's going to show the right ad that they appeal are likely to take more action on because that's how Facebook made their money. So the next tip, moving on. So um, creatives and audience combinations, and this is on ad platforms, creatives yep. and audience combinations are where you're going to test first on any ad platform. So you're, what you're trying to do um, for most ad platforms is trying to figure out for which creative and for which audience combination is going to get the most people and the right type of people to click through to your landing page and to go through your process and your funnel to ultimately buy your thing. So I, whenever I start a new like concept, a new ad creative campaigns or anything like that, I'm generally creating at least six different creatives and testing it against six different audiences. That gives you 36 different combinations um, I think I've got the maths right there. Um, 36 different combinations of 
add creatives and audiences um, to test. And it will take you a while to work through those, but it's, it's worthwhile doing that first before you start getting into things like, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, all the fancy stuff to do with like, you know, um, changing your sort of like the, the button color on your landing page or any of that kind of nonsense. It's, it's literally like, okay, so when I say six different creators, I'm talking about angles, what different sort of way of saying it. So say for example, one of my angles for lean greens is uh, cravings and conquering cravings. Another one is to um, get rid of, uh, to, to, to have more appetite control. Another one is um, I hate vegetables. Another one is um, I'm, not, I'm not getting enough of my vegetables in every day. And those are my different angles. So I have creatives for each one and I have audience, six different audiences. It might be a lookalike audience based on my customers. It might be a totally broad audience of people in the UK, but a male between a certain age range and all that kind of stuff. So I have all these different like audiences ready, ready to test along with those six different angles um, that I'm testing against. So that's really my tip for like when you start on any ad platform is figure out what creatives are angles that you're going for and figure out which audiences you're going to target. Tim, we're up to we're up to 40 minutes now. Cool. So how about I've got an idea. Let's do up to number 25. Yeah. And then next week we'll do 25 to 50. Perfect. OK, so it be a two part show. Let's go for the next one. OK. So this is another ad related one. Um, so if you're running any Facebook, sorry, if you're running any advertising at all, run Google search campaigns for your business and product names, okay? Yeah. So basically you are going to create a search campaign on Google ads and you're going to target the keywords for, keywords for your business name and for your product names. These will be your, some of your highest converting um, ad campaigns that you'll run. What it does do is it means that when somebody searches on Google for your product or for your business, that they actually find you. <laughs> it's, it's like you don't rely on SEO, don't rely on like organic or any of that nonsense. Just set up those campaigns, set them at 20 quid a day. You will not spend 20 quid a day. It will, you will only spend as much as how much search volume there is. So for example, for Lean Greens, we have this running, we've had this running for literally for years and years, the same campaigns where we target people who are searching for Lean Greens or any of our product names. And I've got it set at 25 pounds a day. I spend probably about four pounds a day, if you're lucky, on a busy day. It's where people have like seen us on Facebook, they've seen us on various other social platforms or whatever. They've seen one of our, our ads somewhere and they've just gone, oh, I'm going to do a Google search for that. So they do a Google search for Lean Greens. They find us, funny enough, because we have an ad and it appears right at the very top of the, the ad, uh, the, the listings. And they click on it and then they go and buy. Go figure. And it's like, for me, that's like huge. Like it, it, it takes away any risk of them finding any of my competitors and going somewhere else. So run Google search campaigns for your business and product names. Yeah. Next. Comments, answer every comment you get on your social channels, acknowledge someone's existence, even if it's to say hi. Yeah, exactly. This, this is a big thing. And I started doing this around about this time last year. I started commenting on every single comment. So I replied to every single comment on all of our social channels. And it's made a massive difference in terms of people trusting us. And the amount of people who said, oh, it's so nice to actually get a response from a brand or from a company on, on Facebook. Normally I don't hear anything at all, or they just ignore you or whatever. It's good to see that you are basically front and center. And it, it, it's huge. It, it's a big part of what you should be doing every single day. And it doesn't matter what business you're in, if it's an e-commerce business or if it's IM, if you are seen to be commenting or re responding to comments all of the time, you will get many, many more people trusting you, liking you, and actually going ahead and buying from you. Yeah. Uh, the next one. And this is, a, again, this is based upon uh, for, for social media stuff. Thank every person individually that shares your stuff. So if you've got stuff that like you put, put posts up onto Facebook or onto LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever and they share it, send them a message personally or comment on the share and say, hey, 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 dude, 
I really appreciate the share. Like, it, I know it takes a big, you know, it's, a, it's a big thing for us, for somebody to share something. So thank that person personally, individually. Don't just do it as a, on automation or any of that nonsense. Do it personally, individually, and reach out to those people because they're, they're, they're advocating for your product, for your business, for the stuff that you are putting out there. So thank them for that. It's a huge, huge part of it. Again, comes back to what we're talking about with commenting on stuff. Right, you do 60. I'm, I'm, I'm doing 17, mate. I'm saving that <laughs> one. Okay, um, so add to your community. This is an interesting tip. Add to your existing community. I was talking to somebody um, who runs a local business, a local like boot camp, personal trainer type business. And I said to him, I was like, so what are you doing to reach out to and, and being part of your community, but online? And um, what, what I meant by that was like, go onto Instagram and seek out. So this guy's from Seven Oaks uh, down in the south of England. And I basically said to him, it's somewhere south, south of Scotland anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> I basically said to him, do a search on Instagram for Seven Oaks. And everybody who's said something about Seven Oaks in like on Instagram, comment on it and comment on it on your account as, you know, um, Joe Bloggs uh, personal trainer or personal training South, uh, you know, um, Seven Oaks. And like you respond to everything and just go, oh, it's great to see. You know, say, for example, a, a, a butcher says I've got a special offer on today for like, you know, steaks. Just put a comment on there going, oh, I love a bit of steak. I'll, I'll be down there later on today. Uh, if somebody goes on about like the roadworks that are around Seven Oaks at the time, put a comment on there and going, oh, yeah, it was hell this morning getting to get into my personal training clients. It's like just respond to everything because it gets you out and about. It shows that you are there. And so people who are following all of these other businesses will see you pop up. And appear on everything so add to your existing community and you can do this with like on a world scale as well and why is it people try and phone me in the middle of a in live call because they're obviously not on the call no they're obviously not on a call at the moment oh, hey you're live <laughs> next tip we're gone mark this is this is this is basically something i've run my whole online business based around don't be a dick really do not be a dick don't be an idiot okay for example this week i had a, even a support call came in and somebody wanted to um buy one of the products that wasn't for sale they said how much will it cost to buy that no not don't everybody message me but this is a, a long-standing client i just gave it to him i added it to his account okay i could have said oh yeah just twenty dollars thirty dollars whatever and he probably would have paid it. He's a long-standing client. No, just gave it to him because that's the non-dickish thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, certainly, for, certainly for like your like your big long-term customers like that, people who have been paying into your coffers for years. Yeah, just give them the damn stuff. Don't yeah. be an ass about it. I mean, people are people. It doesn't matter yeah. that they're on the other end of a screen or on the other end of a call. Treat people with respect. Treat people. I always try and I always think to myself, you know, how would I like to be treated? How would I like someone to, re if I log this call, right, how would I like someone to reply? It's difficult at times. Uh, if, if I'm out on a, for lunch on a Sunday and I get a support call come in, I'll generally try and answer it there and then. Um, but, you know, Sometimes it's difficult not to go, don't be so bloody stupid. <laughs> but you just don't, just be nice to people. So the next tip relates nicely to this, um, which, is, which is a weird kind of like switch from this, but don't tolerate dicks in your world. Um, <laughs> and this, is, this actually like applies to any business, um, doesn't matter where you're at, what you're doing. I don't tolerate dicks. So give you an example of this. Last week, I had two guys going hammer and tongs at each other on the comments on one of my posts, on one of my ads, actually. I like this guy who talked about like, you know, um, just go vegan, you'll get all the vegetable nutrients you need from like being vegan, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I almost responded. And I was like, no, no, I'll wait for somebody else to respond. And sure enough, somebody comes along, basically goes, 
you've just you know uh, you know uh, satisfied the um, the the, the um, our, our all our opinions of what vegans are like. You just want to tell everybody about how great being a vegan is, and then it just set off a whole chain reaction of comments and stuff like that. And this the, the original commentator was being an actual real dick, and it got to a point where I was like, do you know what? I, I, I butted in. I said, hey guys, um, this is the end of this thread now. No more comments on this. This does not reflect the values and beliefs of Lean Greens as a brand and the, the owners of this company. So please, no long, no more comments on this. I'll leave the comment thread up, blah, 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 you know, because I don't like deleting stuff, but no more comments. 30 seconds later, the guy responds and he's been an absolute dick. And I was just like, okay, delete, ban. And I was like, I have no problem with deleting and banning people if they are just basically being an ass. So don't tolerate dicks in your world. It, it's far easier just to delete them and like move on with your life. Honestly, it's, it, it will save you a whole lot of hassle and, uh, and, and angst in your life. We're 15 minutes into our 50th show. <laughs> right. Okay, next one. I'm, I'm actually going to leave number 19 to, to um, next week because I think um, it, it's a better thing. Number 20, hire a, hire a photographer. So like, uh, yeah, it's honestly like get yourself, if you're doing anything even vaguely visual, um, get a professional photographer to take photographs of it. Honestly, when we got Ellie, Ellie is the person who sat in our office doing a lot of our social stuff and a lot of our content creation and all that kind of stuff. She's a professional photographer. Um, and we hired her originally to basically just take photographs of our of our products for our for our website. She has completely transformed the way our way our product and our brand is perceived and looks in this last six months. She has totally turned it around by creating really rich, super quality photographs. It's all well and good taking photographs of your phone, which you can do. There you go. There's another handy little plug. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all well and good taking photographs and you know the new iPhone 528 whatever it's called basically has got a wonderful camera but there's nothing beats actually having a professional photographer who knows what the hell they're doing so get yourself a damn photographer even if it's just for a, a photographs of you for your about page it makes a hell of a difference it is and I warn you now it will be one of the most embarrassing experiences of your life Hi, Matt, if you're listening to the show, Matt was over visiting me many years ago and he's a professional photographer. He does book covers and stuff like that and graphic design and stuff like that. We were in Marbella and he said, I'll take some sh shots of you. It was the most embarrassing hour of my life. But my God, there were some good shots. Um, you look damn good. You're hot. I was a mud doll. Um, <laughs> always ask for a review. Right, so if you are listening to this now, please, especially on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, obey, hit <laughs> <laughs> the bell. And on, and on uh, Facebook, you know, just like, comment. Um, all, all of your customers, every time that you engage with your customers, make sure there is an opportunity for them to go and review your stuff, make sure it's part of your um, uh, email sequence, onboarding sequence, and all that kind of stuff to ask for a, a review. Um, you know, it, you know, those reviews again are a hugely important asset to your business. So back up your reviews as well. Um, yeah. I can't stress that enough because I've lost a lot of reviews in the past and I will not do that again. Um, those reviews are fantastic media for repurposing everything which ties into another uh, tip that we've already given um so make sure that you're always 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 asking for a review my best ever performing um retargeting ad was just a series of five um testimonials i'm nodding my head for the podcast viewers i'm nodding my head vigorously do it yeah. honestly some of the best facebook posts facebook um ad campaigns we run are basically just reviews. It's just a showing a five-star review from a customer. Incredible. Anyway, next one, next tip. Always ask for a referral, okay? Um, have a referral system in your business. So make, make it easy for people to refer your business. Um, yeah. You know, always make it easy for people to go, oh yeah, I know somebody who would love to get like 
you know, what you do or like, and we're like, well, here's a link, send them this link to refer your stuff. And a lot of the time they don't want any compensation for it. They just want to like tell people about your business to make it easy for them to do that and always ask for it. Exactly. And don't forget, join smo.com forward slash free. <laughs> that is actually a good point. Get a memorable URL. But I went and bought this yesterday simply because it was memorable, hopefully memorable, and it's short and people can remember it. Um, and then if you're doing live, whatever you're doing, doing anything, make you, I can just throw that out there three or four times and it will hopefully stick at some point and people will join smo.com forward slash free. We're going to do two more tips and then we're done for today. Actually, let's do three because there's one I'm, I, I'm quite passionate about that's way further down. Go on, you do the one that you see and I'll do um, another one after that. Oh, you wrote somewhere here about onboarding. Oh, right. Onboarding plays a bigger part in your long-term success than a clever front-end offer or tripwire. Absolutely. Your first contact with a new customer, make it memorable. Make it a good experience for them. So I am, I apologize wholeheartedly now. I have been um, neglecting uh, my bonjour because I'm just literally too bloody busy at the moment. Um, but I really want to send everybody who joins a bonjour message and I will get back to doing it. Even the, even the free group, uh, join smo.com forward slash free. Um, I will... on, on, on that particular note about bonjour, we still use that. Um, for Lean Greens, even though we're getting a, a hell of a lot of new customers at the moment, we are still doing a bonjour for every single new customer. And it's a personalized one. It's like, hey, John, thanks very much. Just seeing that you've bought Lean Greens. Really appreciate you, you know, buying from us for the first time. Let us know if there's any questions you've got or just like send us a quick message to support at leangreens.co.uk. We'll sort out any questions or any problems that you might have. And that's it. That's that's all they do. It's all like Sam and Ellie and you know whoever else does our bonjouros for us. And they we do it for every single person. And it does make such a big difference. And it's all part of that onboarding thing because it, it takes away an awful lot of that um, uh, buyer remorse thing yeah. that people will have. Yeah. No. It, it, it's something I, I actually feel really bad about it that I've let it slip so much. Um, but I will get back to doing it. But yeah, onboarding, please, please, please uh, make sure any customers you get are onboarded properly. It's, yeah, as Tim said, it's better than any tripwire or fancy sales page. So last tip for today, and we'll leave it at that, is very, very simple. Uh, learn copy. Yeah, that's and the, it. And when you, where, where do you learn about copy? Um, obviously, SMO is a good starting point, but there are a couple of books that you do need to get. Um, one is by Dan Kennedy, which is the ultimate sales letter. Um, make sure you do buy that book. It is, I, I've picked it up so many times over the years just to remind myself of basic co copy fundamentals. The other one is a book um, by Joseph Sugarman, and I have to make sure I get this right because every time I say it, I say it wrong. It is the Ad Week Copywriter, copywriting handbook or copywriter's handbook. So the Adweek copywriter's handbook. And it's, it is well worth a read. It's the fundamentals of copy, but we all have to remember the fundamentals. We kind of get a bit too fancy and all this kind of thing with, with our copy and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, learn also, copy. Uh, yeah, again, the cash advertising is a very sort of like quick tips, lots and lots of quick tips on how to improve what you're doing with your um, uh, with with marketing your business, in particular the copy side of things. But yeah, um, that's a good place to start for writing and learning copy. Right. So that is part one of our fifty tips. <laughs> there was absolutely no chance we were going to get through fifty today, Mark. Um, no. But hopefully, like the guys who are listening to this live and those who are listening to it after the fact, and if you are watching any other version of this at any point, that you picked up at least a couple that you can run with. Um, don't take any of these tips that's kind of like a bit, oh, well, there's 50 of them, so I need to listen to a handful of them. Each one of these is a big part of what like Mark and I use for our own businesses um, independently and also for SMO as well. 
this sort of stuff is like, you know, if you implement all of this stuff, then you, your business can only go one way. Um, and it's, it, a lot of the time it's, it's, it's not just about, it's not like a hack or, or some kind of trick or anything like that. It is, it's just good business sense. Um, so make sure you go back, listen through to these. You'll probably find some of these appearing as snippets on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. I'm fairly sure Mark's got lots of plans for these, but um, yeah. in, in the meantime- I, I, might just, I might actually just pick out a few and actually record um, just little 15, 20 minute, 10 minute, five minute, doesn't matter, lives through the week. So just keep, keep an eye out, you might see something. Right, we've, we've hit, hit the hour mark. Woohoo! Anyway, guys, personally from myself, thank you for all of you who've listened to the last 50 shows. Um, <laughs> so if we get anybody... to ourselves, but we enjoy it because we know that people do listen to it. I'm just um, wondering who is our most consistent listener. Um, I would on... reckon Mark or Ian. Yeah, it's a close run thing between the two. Yeah. Um, Dave Toomey is pretty much a, a staple, but um, certainly I see Ian and Mark more than everybody else. Donald's, well. Donald's always on as well. Yeah, good point. Oh. Yeah. Mark, Donald, Ian, thank you for being our listener. Oh, and, and Dave as well. For... And Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and also, thank you very much to our, the, the people who've actually been uh, on the, the, the lives with us over the last sort of 50, 50 episodes. Um, don't worry, this is not our intention to end this. We're going to keep on going with these because uh, Mark and I still enjoy doing them. So um, we've still got 25 more I, tips. I, I, I do this every week, even if there wasn't people look looking at it because it's a lot of crack out of my head yes absolutely cool thanks guys bye see you next week bye you've been listening to the friday live thing for show notes and resources head over to members.seriousmarketersonly.com